What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema, where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This is episode 273, broken up into two parts, A and B. But Thank you. 273A, posting on 412, will be a discussion on Morbius. And 273B, posting on 415, will be a discussion on Deep Water on Hulu. I am one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co-host, Roger, dead guy in a pool stillion. And our lovely perma guest, Chris, counterfeiting crony, Bon. That's right. Gentlemen, how are we today? You should have been a dead guy in a creek. <laughs> dead, dead guy in a creek poked by a stick. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How was your week? It's good, man. It's real good. Week was all right. Yeah. Chris, welcome back. We uh, didn't say where you were, so we left up to their listeners' imagination. So. Well, that's, I mean, that's probably for the best. All right. Fair. <laughs> you, you, want, you want to make up a story where you were just to make it fun? Uh, back in my day. No, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> Got nothing. What do you guys watch besides? Um, you guys, what do you guys watch besides what we watch for the show? Uh, I watched another episode of that uh, for all mankind that show on uh, Apple about us not winning the space race to the moon. It's interesting and well, very I mean, well done. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it's the production value has to be incredibly oh, high. It's on incredible. That. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I watched anything this week actually. I bought a big giant television. Nice. Oh yeah, seventy five inch. Seventy five inch TV. What's the brand? It's a Vizio. It's nothing special. I went for, uh, I'm not, it's not for playing video games or anything. So I went for just good picture. Mm-hmm. So it took me a while to research, find the one that I wanted. It happened to go on sale. So I pulled the trigger. Uh, I'm a Sony looks guy. real nice. Sony's picture, I think, is second to nobody. So. But I can I mean, they're, 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 they cost a little more, but I think their picture is just because they're, they're the only one of the big three that's also, it's a movie studio. So I love their uh, black contrast. That's just say you're a Sony guy. It's fine. I, I am a Sony guy, like 100 percent Sony guy. Just lead in with that. But I, but I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like so I, Morbius is his fault. Ooh, <laughs> yes. That's a good point. Thank you. Morbius <laughs> is not my fault. I, I do not take credit for, or I do not take. I Morbius wouldn't either, dog. <laughs> well, see, Morbius has some interesting things going on in it, but it's just. I think my overall analysis of Morbius is at one point it was a very different movie. We got a very hacked up job of what Morbius is. Okay, fair. I mean, I, I assume I have my evidence for, for that. Um, a lot of it's from the trailer, like stuff in the trailer that we just don't see in the movie. Lines in the trailer we, we, we don't get. Um, I, obviously, I mean, one of the end credit scenes has a character that is obviously from the trailer in the movie somewhere that he, now he's just restricted to the after the credit sequence. Um, I think there was a line that, um, what's this? Tyrese Gibson says, you save lives, you don't take them. But that wasn't in the movie. I didn't hear that in the movie. Yeah. So obviously that 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 whole scene that that discussion got nixed completely. So or you I mean, could have been asleep. I wasn't. What? No. I mean, I, I watched wish the movie. I had been. <laughs> Fair. All right. Anyway, so yeah, that's just just my theory. But I watch a ton of movies, and one in particular I want to talk about. Um, and Roger, I think this is right up your alley. Uh, I don't. I think you've seen it, Brothers from two thousand nine with um Tobey Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal. No, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, Jim Jim Sheridan, one one brother's a perfect brother. Tobey Maguire always getting straight A's when the military Jake Gyllenhaal is the family screw up. Um, but Toby goes over to Afghanistan to lead his men and gets captured and tortured. And then when he's gone, he Jake kind of gets in good with his family only because it's a family. It's not like it's a, it's not intentional. It just happens because his brother's dead. And then old Toby comes back, but he comes back a very different person. And that yeah. movie, Oh my God. It's, wait, it, wait, wait, 
the, that movie is a tough watch, isn't it? Like there's that's yeah, not no, it's movie. it's it's not an easy thing to. It's not like oh, throw this on before we go to bed. No, yeah, but it's a good movie that Jim Sheridan made, and he, I like a lot of one of his movies uh, in America with Patty Considine about a, about the family coming to New York in the eighties and f- hardship and staying. I think that's one of the like that's on my top ten list of all time. So Jim Sheridan will always earn a watch from me. And that's brothers is just like one of those movies that like, I, as soon as I saw that coming out in 2000, I'm like, I have to see this day one. And I did. And I was, I love the score. Um, uh, Thomas Newman does a lot of the score in that movie. And it's just, it's, it's a good movie. And I just, I watched it. I'm like, man, I, I need to watch this more often, but I'm surprised neither one of you guys have seen that. I have not. That's one you should probably check out though, Roger. It's like, I think it's one of the better ones of that of 2009. So All right. well, let's take a look at it. It's on Hulu right now. I watched a couple other things. I what else did I watch? Um, oh my goodness! So I, I watched this movie, 2012, Patton Oswalt, um, uh, Rob Riggle, Johnny Knoxville. I, I think it's when nature call or nature calls or something. It's about a. It's a, It's about a. Ventura? No, no, no. It's a, <laughs> it's about a um, Boy Scout troop. Of a bunch of like under ten year olds, but it's but it's 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 a very rated R comedy, <laughs> but it's it's so inappropriate. Like at one point, some old guy's getting burned alive, but he doesn't die, and then Knoxville gets burned, and he doesn't die, and no one succumbs to their burn, even though they were literally on fire. It's just it's a little crazy, but I there's a few laughs in it, but I until today I'd never even heard of that. Huh. I just saw it when I was scrolling, so but it was extremely inappropriate for. Anyone who's, like, anyone who's like, oh, my son's in the Boy Scouts, that, that's not a movie for your son. <laughs> it's not at all. It's not. It's a rated R comedy. So, yeah, I watched several other things, though. Um, I finally finished Brandon Brothers again. Man, always, a, always a fun watch. I, fun or not. I mean, look, that's but that's also like a good quality miniseries to watch also. I love Band of Brothers. Chris, you need to watch that, man. You have to. I know. I mean, it's just whenever I go to watch a series, it's hard to not watch Chernobyl instead of anything else. See, I didn't. I I wasn't a big fan of Chernobyl. I thought it. I think it's. I think it's the best miniseries that's ever been made. I think it's some of the best cinema that's ever been made. I think it's fantastic. Whoa! I did not think that. Um, So good. You guys know we're like we're 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 within like within like four months of Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Yeah. That's in that's in uh, August I'm August twentieth I think I'm like extremely that. unenthused for that so we'll have to see why I mean did season eight do that to you Yeah yes well, sure <laughs> like it I mean did you not watch season eight Yeah <laughs> did you miss something <laughs> But I I don't I mean for having a, a great show before one season like I I can let I mean I'm never gonna forgive him for that but I'll, I'll watch House of the Dragon Well for me it, it's a combination of season eight and i don't like prequels so those two things aren't aren't working in its favor right now with me all right fair enough fair enough uh what else going on anything else playing anything watching anything else no i watched uh ever since i put up my 75 inch television i watched a lot of the masters on tv watched golf probably the prettiest venue you could ever see in augusta georgia so yeah you know that's fun to do sit back drink some beers watch other people play golf there you go especially on a big beautiful set like you got yeah Big old TV. Hooked up my stereo system, surround sound system yesterday. Uh, Got to do some work to get the rear channel sorted, but yeah, ready to go. And nice. before anybody asks why I didn't get a TV to play video games on, if it doesn't have 120 hertz, it's not worth it. Exactly. So I will play on my 32-inch curved monitor at 144 hertz. Thank you so much. I see. I don't care about I don't. I, I want it to go. I, I don't like the that. I don't like it at all. I, I'm weird. I know, but 
I want the film look on everything I experience on TV. So, well, I mean, that's fine. I want the we'll do 24 hertz. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want the refresh rate, the quick refresh rate. So, I, I don't really you don't want it. I don't. I don't at all. What? I know. It's weird. I get it. I just, it's my personal preference. What? I know. It's weird. Know. The first movie I put on my big giant television was a 1986 Transformers animated movie nice. in 4K. Very cool. You got yeah, the touch. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was. My wife's like, <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> and then I turned it to Ghostbusters. All right. This is episode 273 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was posted each and every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office current and upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, jump into box office mojo. Hopefully, it's not down. All right, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, number one, 71 million domestic. It's a pretty, it's a pretty decent number. Good number. 141 worldwide. Now, make a note of that number, 141, because number two, Morbius, brought in 10.2 this weekend. It's worldwide only 126. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2 beat Morbius, a comic book movie, superhero, villain, horror, whatever you want to call it, movie. So that's... Movie. I, th- I think that's we'll a... Call it a movie. I think that's important to note. The Lost City, 9.2 million, bringing a worldwide of 78.5. That's not too bad. Ambulance, number four, 8.7 million worldwide of just 31. And that's Michael Bay. Yikes. What happened to Michael Bay? We'll watch that one next week. And The Batman, still in the top five, 6.6 million, 735 million. But that's 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 all but lost its steam. I'm sure it's it's done. It's done quite well though for itself. It's got to be. It's got to be one of the top five grossing DC movies, though, isn't it? I don't know. We're gonna take a look at that. I'll find out. Because I mean, I know Wonder Justice League almost made a billion, so I know there's at least one above it. I'm all oh, Wonder Woman. I'm sure made a billion plus. So the first one, not the second one, right? Oh, second one. I think I'm gonna stream the uh, the Snyder cut again this weekend and watch it yeah yeah i yeah, i it's it's a good one are you joking chris or are you being serious no i'm actually being serious no i actually um i think i want to watch it yeah but, so when i rewatch that um that it va- like it vastly improves that movie <laughs> like we're talking several points higher than we originally gave it yeah but it's it's a much better movie when you get the snyder cut so i imagine we're gonna start getting cuts like that more often, yeah. I mean, I, I I turned Dune on the other night. I watched it through, in like uh, in the late in the wee hours. So I think I'm gonna watch that one because I don't know. Just turn a nice long movie when I lay down has been kind of the theme lately. So Dune, recent recipient of several Academy Awards as well. So good for them. Good for them. Well, there's your box office. Uh, we're gonna really start to kick off here soon. We got some interesting things coming up. Uh, as long as everything comes out when it's supposed to. Let's take a look at current and upcoming releases, which – so, okay, this this past Friday brought us April 8th, Ambulance and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And then this, this coming Wednesday, holiday Wednesday, uh, holiday weekend Wednesday, Father Stew, followed by Friday, April 15th, Fantastic Beast, Secrets of Dumbledore. April 22nd is The Bad Guys, The Northman, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. should Challenge. be a zombie movie that comes out every Easter. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. <right. laughs> April 29th, Memory. May starting off strong with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. By the way, I wanted to ask you guys, how much do you think that's gonna the opening weekend for that? What do you what are you calling? Multiverse of Madness opening weekend. It'll probably it won't quite do as much as Spider Man. It'll probably do like 
200 million. Drew Rondo. Yeah, that sounds about right. I say 250 plus. Ooh, you think yeah. so? I do. I think people are oddly in love with Doctor Strange. I think people have grown. Well, they are. Love. They will be now because they want to see what. Yeah. What happens? And they don't want to be spoiled. So yeah, it's going to cause more people to get to the theater quicker. Can we talk about Doctor Strange for one second? Sure, of course. Um, Chris, you probably have Grace, and I doubt I. I would be surprised if you had. Have you ever watched the whole What If series on Disney? Plus? I haven't even. I haven't yeah. even watched a little bit of it. Okay, so you should. You should, and you should do it before Doctor Strange. Not that it matters. You know, it's not canon or anything like that. But the idea is actually really, really well thought out and pretty incredible the way they do it. Mm -hmm. So, um, because they're all, there are 12 episodes. There are 10 one-shot episodes. Mm -hmm. And then in episode 11 and 12, everything comes full circle from the original 10. Um, and it works out really, really well. It does. And... The animation is incredible. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to watch. Too. Yes, they're on there. The longest one is forty five minutes. Yep. You can breeze through a couple of them in a night if you wanted to. Um, it works really well. Yeah, the stories that you get to are pretty interesting. You know, like what if Chitala became Star Lord? Yeah, and that one's really good. That too. one's a cool one. I like uh, what if uh, Killmonger saved Tony Stark? Yep, like that's a cool one. Yeah, it's a Peggy. weird. Those are weird scenarios, though. Scenarios that never would have. That never like introduce themselves as like well, a possibility. They're, they're multiverse related things, and Man, they're really going hard on the the multiverse. Well, you wouldn't know it until the last two episodes. Like I said, they they all appear to be one shots until they're not, mm -hmm. and then everything comes back around. And it's I'm interested to see eventually in the future when they make a second one how they do it. Um, and you get a lot of the real voice time. Like this is the last thing that Chadwick Boseman actually did. He is actually Chitala in these, and that's pretty cool. So, yeah, like Sebastian stands there, and all the people, or most of the people, no, no, Tom Holland is Spider Man, no, Steve Rogers is Captain, uh, Chris is For Captain Islands, America. Yeah. So, wait, are there characters there, and they're not, and they didn't voice them, or they're just characters who's not there? Uh, there are characters that they did not voice. Yeah. Uh, that's, so that's, that's a shame. That's but like Peggy Carter's voiced by the pig card lady karen gillian's there for um her what's jesus the one blue chick <laughs> whose name is eluding me right now nebula nebula, nebula. nebula. Yeah, thank you sorry <laughs> i just completely blanked on it josh brolin is thanos that's yeah. pretty cool his story's pretty interesting purple purple so, daddy so have we seen the end of thanos by the way you think or yeah. let me let me ask you this in Marvel, yeah. In the way we in the way that we know him, yes. Or will we see another? Now that we're doing multiverses, will we see another snippet of him? Even if it's just a quick one in in the second Doctor Strange movie coming out in a few weeks, just a quick I mean, snippet. Well, you're going to see something with him because you're going to see the version where Tony Stark survives. Yep. So, see, like that's what that's going to be Tom Cruise. That's that's, that's going to fucking blow people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> that's the danger though of this is like you can really like now that we have multiverse and you can pull in like it just. Now no one does really have to stay dead character-wise. You can bring him back from another universe and, you know. Well, that actually comes full circle in What If as well. So All right. I'll have to give that a shout. You know what else I, we have to – I don't know if you guys have experienced Moon Knight yet, but have you looked oh, at that? I have Great. not watched Moon Well, so I chose to re-watch What If with my wife okay. instead of starting Moon Knight because yeah. I was telling her about it. And she's like – because she started watching with me and then she would just fall asleep. So yeah. I was like, watching. yeah, I'm watching this. Yeah, no. <laughs> Ooh. 
next. Do you watch all that? No. No. no, no. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> no, when I straight up was like, yeah, you should watch them too. Yeah. So, but yeah. I recommend it. Like, it, it's good Marvel stuff, and it's very well done. <coughs> it's it's an easy watch over a couple of days if you wanted to do it. Yeah. No, but Moon Knight's fantastic so far. Have you started watching that, Grayson? No, I have not. I'm really behind oh, what I'm watching lately. It's good. It's well, the uh, new episodes every Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good I so got, far. I really got to get in. I mean, I'm really excited for uh, Obi-Wan. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm really, even though that's not MCU, but I'm really excited for that as well. So I'll really have to get back into watching. We only talk about MCU stuff here on this show. Don't you know mm-hmm. that? And Star Wars. Oh, no, I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, Ted, 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 Ted Lasso, man. Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. May 13th, back to the, back to the coming out. May 13th, May 13th, Firestarter. May 20th, Downton Abbey and New Era. May 27th, Bob's Burgers and Top Gun Maverick. We'll see the. So I watched that trailer for Firestarter again. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why don't you why don't you like i mean what's what's wrong with firestarter the story behind firestarter is one super fucked up yeah okay and it's i mean it's a legendary stephen king book but like they've done this as a movie before years and years ago so i mean somebody's tried this but just watch that trailer again and be like what is what is happening here (laughs) it just i don't think it looks good that's all that's Mm. a short way to say that and i do have to so last week roger and i made a comment about Take that, Ridley Scott. We're going to watch Top Gun on our tiny tablets. And... I did say that. But so a couple of people wrote into Grayson Maxwell one, my email again, not writing into the show email, but they corrected me. Yes. The Scots don't, I, I understand the Scots don't have anything to do with Top Gun Maverick, but they had a lot to do with the original Top Gun. That's why I said that comment is because like, it's still, and I it mean, would still make Ridley Scott cry. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't like to, you know, Tony Scott, I don't like to like drum up stuff with Tony Scott for Ridley, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was meant to, it was meant to be a mean comment. And I, I guess I, you know, apologize a little bit, but yes, I understand. I apologize that, for nothing. <laughs> I understand that, 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 that Ridley's not really involved with Top Gun except for, oh, his brother made, him and his brother made the original. So he, that's why he's, he's linked. Tony was the cool one. brother. Um, so yes, though, so thank you for writing in to that. I, I appreciate you people. Thank you very much for that. Um, June starts off with Frank and Penelope or Frank and Penelope. 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 Jen, Jen, June 10th is Jurassic world dominion. And then hopefully what will be the first, like really kind of deep Pixar movie is Pixar's Lightyear. Yeah. Really excited about that. And June 24th is the black phone, which is that, um, weird Ethan Hawke movie, that weird Ethan Hawke movie and Elvis, which I'm really excited for. You're way ready for some gyration. I am. I'm, give me some. Give me all the gyration. Floppy, yeah. floppy. Right, so there's your next couple of months. Um, if things really kick off in July. Uh, I don't see May is kind of a slower month this year. Usually May's June. I mean, it's Doctor Strange and Top Gun, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, Nothing I feel like down. Right. I feel like Down Abbey's gonna. It's gonna have its audience <laughs> already built in. But and then the picks up in July is pretty stacked, man. Thor. Um, where the crawdads thing, I think will do decent, decent business. Minions, the rise of Gru, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt will do okay. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Uh, yeah, it's got a lot of us. Uh, and then, for some people, are going to love August. Starts off with a uh, Secret Headquarters, which is a movie I almost worked on here in Georgia. What's uh, that about? I don't even know what's about. I didn't. I didn't work on it, but um, it's 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 got something to do with uh, superheroes and stuff. It's um. 
young Charlie Kincaid, who discovers a secret headquarters under his home that seems to that seems to belong to a superhero. He shares it with his friends, and they start to believe it is his estranged father might have a secret double life. But it's got a decent cast: Owen Wilson, Jesse Williams, Michael Pena. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so that's a it's a big deal. It was a big like I know the budget was like hundred plus. So that's hmm. there. And Bros, the movie I was on when I think this is that movie. Yeah, Billy Eichner. So Bros is the movie I was on when everything shut down in March of 2020. So that's actually slated to come out August 12th. So I'll get credit for that, even though I didn't really do much work on it. So that's great. Love Good. that. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so that's it for up till August. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for It's kind of a tame summer, though. I wonder why it's such a tame summer. Usually the summers are pretty packed. What's going on? Any, anything theories, gentlemen? Maybe they know something we don't. Oh, like what? Uh, no, Illuminati stuff, blah, 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 Scientology. Uh, well, the rumor the rumor is that Europe's about to get hit with another wave of COVID, like another shutdown wave. I, I don't, again, I, I, that's, swear, the, that's the only I thing I can think of. I swear to Lucifer's testicles, if we talk about COVID on this show one more time. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying it matters, man. It really does. It does matter. I don't know how you can say it doesn't matter because it definitely, you know, it's a huge market over there. Huge what, market. COVID? No, the European market for movies. Oh, odd. Okay. All right, let's take a look at what's streaming this week. We're taking a look at Hulu. Uh, my first official movie I worked on was Unstoppable by director Tony Scott. I was a day player on that one. Denzel Washington, Chris Pine, Rosario Dawson, Kevin Dunn, Ethan Supley, and TJ Miller. Speaking of, what, Roger, I don't remember. What happened to TJ Miller? Uh, rumor has it he's a super shitty person. Oh, that's 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 not good. Anyway, no. Two thousand ten. I really love that movie. It's one of the movies I listen to at my desk uh, at least once or twice a week. Um, it really flows. It's a shorter movie, so it, you, I mean, it's not really much of a time commitment, but if the movie flows very well, and you have Chris Pine at his best, Denzel at his best, it, it, and then those two, you know, they they work well together. It's just one of those movies yeah. like I can I can listen to over and over again. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Is T.J. Miller the uh, the big oafy looking Sasquatch looking dude? No, that's Ethan Supley. You mean the okay. one who starts the training and then gets out of the cab? <laughs> that's not T.J. Miller. Okay. Yeah, but he's like super jacked now. He is. Yeah. He, he used to weigh like 450. Huh. Now he weighs like oh, 310 yeah, 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 and he's yeah, yeah, shredded. Yeah, no, yeah. No, he's There's a butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of them butterfly And butterfly. dog. <laughs> because now in shape, Ethan Supley gets to do <laughs> things like that. Number two, L.A. Confidential by director Curtis Hansen, Kevin Spacey, Russell Crowe, Guy Pierce, Kim Basinger, James Cromwell, Danny DeVito, David Strathorn, 1997. If you've not seen that movie and just, said, and just said to yourself, wow, that's a great cast, that's a great movie, man. I bet that's you Grayson those... loves this movie. I do love L.A. Confidential. Why would it? Wait, why is it I bet you Grayson loves this movie? Because I don't really dig it. What, look, tell me why. It's just not really the movie I enjoy. But do you have reasons? I know. I do because people just salivate over this movie. I just think it's okay at best. I've never seen it. It's where where a lot of Rolo Tomasi comes from. um, That's a term used in a lot of movies these days. Um, That has a lot of thing. I mean, it's very young Russell Crowe. It's 97 Russell Crowe. Like three years. Gladiator. Three years prior Gladiator, man. Imagine that. Um, But yeah, that's that's another movie that's easy for me to watch. Um, Yeah, that's the... Coming to you on the QT, the hush hush. That's one of those. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great movie though, Chris. You should check it out. And number three, I chose this because we are coming up on Nick Cage week coming up soon with the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Willie's Wonderland. 
by director Kevin Lewis, Nick Cage, Emily Tosta, 2021. Now let me, I watched this movie at a movie night last year with a buddy that was on first ladies with me. And this is a weird one. This is the movie with the take on five nights at Freddy's and Nick Cage ends up killing a bunch of demonic toys. Shouldn't have been standing there, but he does it in such a way that it's very fun to watch. It's kind of perverse sometimes. And he has like a weird perverse pleasure, but it's weird. He's stuck in this arcade all night and they're like hunting him and he's hunting them. And it's very strange, strange, but it's a lot of fun. So that's actually on Hulu right now. So if you have that, check it out. So on about Nick Cage for one second, did you see this Chris yesterday? What? Somebody named Nick Cage didn't ask me anything on Reddit. Okay. And it's pretty incredible. <laughs> is it Nick Cage or is it's it Nick Cage? Named? It's actual Nick Cage. Wow. Yeah. Um, check it out. It's kind of cool. You know, some real insight. Uh, they, like he gets repeatedly asked like what his favorite role is. And he, he loves his role in pig. Actually, I, we, I, we need to watch that movie. So I'm all about yeah. it, man. I'm all about pig. If you want to watch it, let's do it. Pig, I know Roger for like several weeks you were beating that drum pretty hard, or at least Chris the Joe's drum. Been, Chris has been here for it. Uh, yeah, Nick Cage is a lot of a lot of my favorite movie, like a lot of my top fifty list. Nick Cage is definitely in like ten of them. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably the most celebrated actor I have on that list. But yeah, so that's so there's some free movies on Hulu. Check that out. Let's talk about some trailers. All the old knives that actually came out two days ago. Well, two days from the recording of this, so April eighth, it came out on amazon with chris pine what do you what do you guys think wait i'm sorry what movie oh the all the old knives one um i don't really know what's going on in that movie but it's just like an international spy thing yeah so here's the thing chris pine must like these type of movies because that's all he seems to be in anymore well i i just i have this theory that like the, the hollywood just doesn't care about chris pine being a leading man anymore so he's not i mean sure but I mean, he's got. I mean, look, he's got a fine filmography. I mean, he keeps doing movies like this. He'll. I mean, the next ten generations of his family will be set up fine. He's still handsome. He's a handsome son of a bitch, and he's got those baby blues. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's um, it's him and um, who's the girl again? Danny Newton. Danny Newton. Yes. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Jonathan Price is in it. Uh, Abdul Shur- um, Al Sharif is in it. Um, yeah, it's, it's got a decent cast. So. Yeah, that's that. That should do okay. But it's out now, so that's that's a spy thriller. So if you're into spy thrillers, it's if, uh, with on Amazon. It is included with your with your Prime subscription. The Silverton Siege on Netflix. What do you guys think? Uh, South Africa in the early '80s must have been wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is a it's a they take over a bank not to rob it, but to get Nelson Mandela. Free Nelson Mandela. So, but it's it's getting quite the buzz as far as you know being getting i guess that'd be converted to upvotes if you're but that's getting quite the buzz on that so that i mean that's exciting i I mean i'm definitely curious to see this because the the youtube page that has a trailer i mean we're talking like hundreds of thousands of views so i mean i wonder what the whole rage is but i mean it has those vibes of it has vibes of like good quickly paced thrillers like that and i like those you know a a well-written thriller is hard to come by these days yeah they are pretty fun all right, and under the banner of heaven with old Andrew Garfield, who actually is probably at the, he's probably at the height of his career right now. So, yeah, and, and this is a this is a series, a limited correct? series on it is, it, it is a series, yes. Yeah, 
hey, I'm here for it. Give me, I'll I'd watch be, anything that Andrew Garfield's in right now. Yep. You know, I'd be more for it if – I was thinking about this today. If let's say they did – let's say Garfield signed on. Let's let, let's say that this series, Under the Banner of Heaven, was a – they said it's going to be on, on, on Hulu. It's five one-hour episodes. That's all it is. I'd be more excited for it if I knew it was not just like open-ended like, well, there could be a season two. could not be a season two, but – I don't think it's going to be like it. When it's limited series means it's just one contained story, right? Isn't that how that works? Yes, yeah. that, but that's what we prefer. What I don't like is, you know, shows with 12 seasons and then you just can't. It's, it, I mean, I mean that was the problem with like the True Detective thing on uh, yep. HBO where the first series was incredible. Amazing. And then the second one was like, all right, all right, different case, which I understand yep. still pretty good, but not quite the level of was, insanity yeah. that the first one was. The first one was really freaking good. That shit was dark. That was, yes, that was, was. That was um, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it was. McConaughey is in that office like with this long beard and a mustache just ripping smokes telling his story. He's <laughs> like, holy shit. This just is awesome. Oozing sexual energy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Incredible power. In this <laughs> Who was in the second season? Was that Mahershala? That they Mahershala in? and somebody else, right? Right. There was a season three, wasn't there? I think there was oh, a season know. three, which, which, which was, was not as three. And I thought I thought season three was pretty good. Let me verify this. I yeah. mean, you're probably right. I just do not remember. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. Um, I, I never watched past season one, so I probably need to do that. But man, there are so many shows that I just gave up on. Well, season three was Mahershala, right? Oh, so he was season two. Season two was the was the one that wasn't very good, though. Yeah, yeah, that was not the good one. Okay. Season two, wasn't it two female leads in the, in the I don't remember. second season? Well, anyway, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, th- this seems like it's going to be. Oh, that was the Colin Farrell one, right? Yeah. With Vince Vaughn was the bad there, guy. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was the not good oh, one. Oh, I, I, I can see why that one wouldn't have been not received as good. Well. Yeah. That was just the first series of True Detective season was awesome. Yes, it was. Yeah. That's, that's it. Some that of the best TV you ever watch. It was pretty good. Oh, shit, will haunt your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's jump into the movie of the week, which is going to be Morbius. All right, let's get some particulars out the way after the Rotten Tomatoes, of course. All right. Morbius. All right, Morbius. <laughs> Tomato beater, 17%. The audience score, 7-0. That's a pretty big divide. Or 7.0. No, no, no. 70. 70. Seven, just seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, 70. 70. Wow. Yeah. What so are you watching? 17 to 70. That's a big, it's a big uh, discrepancy there. Let's get into. Well, I mean, I, I don't really know how I feel about uh, those. Those numbers to me are, are, are a little soft. Well, at least the first number is soft. I don't, the second one's probably too, too high, but I, I, I mean, I, I have my, my reasons, but. All right. Uh, directed by oh Daniel Espinosa, which actually is kind of a big deal. But Jared Leto, Matt Smith, um, Adria Ar- Ariona, Jared Jared Harris, Al Madrigal, Tyrese Gibson, Charlie Shotwell. Let's talk about Morbius. Roger, what's happening to Morbius? Uh, lots of things. Uh, people making themselves into vampires while trying to cure a, a disease. Then they rip no. and tear through New York City. It's a good song. Rip and tear. Yeah. Yeah. Soundtrack. Yeah. It's good. Yep. So let's talk about then second. So this is not officially in the MCU. It is in association with Marvel, Marvel Studios. Studios. Which is, it's kind of strange because 
if you've seen it, then you've seen, you know, I guess there's no spoiler, but you've seen the character from the first Spider-Man Tom Holland movie is in the, you know, Adrian Toomes, the vulture, Adrian Toomes is in there. Um, the movie does mention Venom and doesn't say he's not Venom, which I think is a big deal because you're acknowledging that that universe exists. So there's that. Um, One thing I do want to point out though, not no fault of this movie is this movie has been delayed for almost two full years as well. It was supposed to come out in July of 20 and it's been shelved since then, obviously, which is why I think that they, they they made cuts and changes. And I, I don't, again, I don't think this Morbius was the, was the first like official greenlit, uh, Yes, theatrical go, and then COVID happened. I, I, I think that the ver- the version we have now at 104 minutes is probably very different than the first version that they showed for screening to get it approved. But you have to change it up somewhat, or people have seen it and are talking about it, and then yeah, you know, so you have to do, you have to make some changes. So, um, so but it's in this weird like Sony Spider Man universe, which is like unofficial still, but it does exist. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's an important distinction to make. This isn't part of the MCU. It's part of the Sony Spider-Man universe. Well, let's talk about that for one second. All these articles that you see there is talking about how this is the first big box office bomb by Marvel, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're blatantly untrue because this isn't Marvel Studios. This isn't their product. It's just it's just in association with. So that's something I think that is important to just to distinct here. But it's it's whatever, it's just a pet peeve of mine at this point. It's just it's annoying to see all the articles that are saying that when it's not, this is another piece of Sony trash, but whatever. I, again, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's complete trash. I mean, I, I think that's a little harsh of a um, word, but 17% of critics. No, yeah, well, yeah, we'll agree. I mean, it was good. So only the, oh, 17% of people will agree with you on that. Fine. But it's got, so, okay, let's, let's talk about the movie for, 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 for a second. Then Jared, okay. Jared Leto um, he plays later a character that is sick, but young, young um, Michael. And it young- starts out there in like Greece or somewhere. Yeah. And he's at some experimental like hospital with uh, working on their condition. Do we ever get a full on what their condition is, by the it's way? It's just a, it, no. Like it's some blood disorder? Just a blood disorder. It's kind of, uh, and- this is a pretty good commercial for a uh, kidney dialysis machine. So yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, they have this blood illness and, you know, the guy that brings them in is like they're basically like a surrogate style father to these yeah. kids, keeps them, you know, tries to keep their spirits up while, you know, running tests and, you know, working experimental treatments for them and everything. And Jared Leto's character, or young Jared Leto, young Michael has been there as long as anybody. And when Lucian comes in, you know, for the same affliction that Michael has, he just names him Milo even after he introduces himself as Lucian to so much to the point where everybody just starts calling him Milo. Milo yeah. I mean, that's like alpha level bully, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, damn. That's me I want to ask a question movie. about what is the, the, the scene that happens a few minutes later when these kids, these school kids are beating just up on this crippled up. kid. So, so yeah, Please. like, I mean, literally they're being dicks to him. He hits one of them in the face with the crutch and then all of a sudden it's just like, Ah, dog pile. Beat the cripple. We're gonna stomp this kid. With beat crutches. the cripple kid. Ah, it's just it's. I thought, was, I thought that was a bit harsh. Like I don't think that would have happened. I think they would have knocked him down and walked away. I don't. I mean, you knock him down, you throw his crutches away, and he's stuck there. Well, super <laughs> shitty. Hold on, super shitty. Way less intense well, than kicking just, the shit just, out of him when he's on the ground. Honestly, it's almost like this. This script has lazy writing, and they showed you that at the very beginning because if this happens. 
some kid hits another kid with a crutch, all the other kids go, whoa, and they step back. And then, you know, there isn't just like coordinated instant dog pile beat them up, but whatever. It's fine. I've seen better rating than South Park. You're, you're kicking the crippled kid in the head when he's down. Like, come on, man. Tough <laughs> and grease, man. Well, so, okay. I, I only remember this because, so on, I just want to compare this for a second. Um, I look, I witnessed some pretty shitty things when I was that age in like, you know, elementary, late elementary, early middle school, riding the bus. Um, in my neighborhood, there was a couple of kids who were mentally handicapped. And it's like some of the kids mercilessly made fun of them, but none of them ever like did anything physical. Physically to them. Beat them in like that's, that's a whole different level of like, Oh my God. Like, I mean, it's all bad. I mean, I went to, I went to school with a kid that every time he got off the bus, his neighbors would shoot him paintball guns all the way into his house. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> that was all the time. That was actually kind of comical. That's, that's the kind of guy that, that's the kind of kid that, that's the kind of kid that grows up and takes a it's gun to shoot killers, man. I, I never knew why he ran to his house every time he got off the bus because randomly on days he would just get shot with paintballs. And I didn't get it until then. Wow. Jeez. That was. <laughs> Jesus, God, that's super fucked up. It is what it is. <laughs> Does your therapist know about this stuff? I didn't shoot him with paintballs. I just witnessed it. Yeah, but it. you don't think I had some like sort of... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. hold on, hold on, Chris. Were you the one being shot with paintballs? <laughs> <laughs> this one? No. Grayson, that's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you, Chris? <laughs> Getting shot with paintballs? No, no. Buddy of it mine. didn't even dawn on me that it gets definitely in play. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Chris, Chris looks up his shirt and there's still a bunch of welts there from when he was on the bus. I'm scarred. Scars never you. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's fast forward a little bit to... And that concludes our Morbius discussion. <laughs> <laughs> let's move to rate it. <laughs> so let's move a little... We move a little bit ahead to... Uh, they're a little older now. Well, not a little older. Much older. Well, he's um, what? It's like skips 25 years or something, right? Yeah, he's easily like 25 years. No big deal. Yeah. And here's where I think some of the cool – so I don't know how loyal this is to the source material. And I assume there's source material for this, right? Like comic There book? is. There's a comic yeah, book. But I would like to premise that I don't believe that either me or Chris are Morbius people. Yeah, I know who he is and how what world he exists in, but – Besides getting his ass whipped by Spider-Man a few times, they got nothing on him. So here's the, the 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 setup I like, and you can see it coming from a million miles away. Is there's, you know, there's a formula that could turn you pretty evil, could not, and then there's two of kids that grow up with the same or very similar affliction. Like I like that setup. One's evil, one's evil, one's good, and the one that's one that's evil is a little more powerful. I mean, you pretty much have to have that from the get go. Oh, hold on. I want to before we get into the the whole transformation of weird vampire person thing. Can we talk about how he declined the Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in some like sort of offhanded comment, like they introduce him for you know cre- he created artificial blood. Okay, yep. which. Would be a super, super big deal, you know, like saving like the so much so where the one guy says, you know, when I got shot in Afghanistan, the artificial blood saved my life. And he created that and he declined a Nobel Peace Prize for it. Why? I don't know. But they didn't even say why. He's just sort of like, ah, those pricks or whatever. (laughs) Like, I don't, (laughs) doesn't make any sense to me. Well, there's a lot of this movie that doesn't make any sense. And that's kind of the issue here is Mm. that's one of that's one of the issues. Is okay, so you know we fast forward a few years. I don't think they did. I don't think they did enough with uh, the female doctor who was who's working very closely with, with Martine Michael. Bancroft. I don't think they did enough with her. Now, I mean, when I saw the movie, I was thinking to myself, 
there's because I don't think there was that moment that because Morbius, Michael Morbius is very much into his science. He, yes. there was never that time when I guess that we could see as an audience member from a specific shot that she's kind of into him and he doesn't, he has no yeah. clue. Like yeah. we never got that, but it makes sense because the movie never goes there to the point where it would have been effective anyway. So that's kind of, I, I kind of wish we'd have gotten more there, although it's very tropey. I just, I feel like without, for a superhero, there's got to be romantic stakes ad- involved, at least for the well, superheroes that we're getting. Let's not use the word superhero either. Well, he, okay. Hero. He's, he's not. not. I mean, he's... I like the, the moral gray hair of the character. I, I do think that moves to the movies, you know, put that one in the con- pro column because that's, it's, it's interesting. Morally gray heroes are interesting. Sure. Well, I mean, that's what works for Venom, right? Which is ultimately what they're trying to play off of here. Especially when he calls himself Venom and doesn't. So, okay, let's, okay, let's talk about, so when he first injects himself with a formula that's finally, which I thought was interesting too, how it killed the the mouse and then brought him back to life. And then she looks to the left and the mouse is alive and she says, Michael. And then he looks at the mouse and is like, Eureka, we finally got it. And then they go, we have to do this in international waters, which is 13 miles away from Jersey. Yeah, I didn't know that was you know that that like that nine close. miles off an American coastline yeah. is considered international waters. Yeah. Okay, so uh, like, don't you remember Crazy Rich Asians where they take out the cargo ship and they're shooting the rockets off of it? <laughs> awesome. So let's talk about for a second. Um, okay, let's talk about for one second that ship sequence. So he straps right. himself in. He's 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 in, it's injected into his spine. He straps himself in, and she waits to see the results. Mm-hmm. He goes kind of haywire, jumps in the next room. He gets locked in for, I mean, everyone's protection and safety. Yeah. And for some, for some reason, one of the henchmen decides to come. wander down into the science lab where, why would that ever happen in that scenario? Well, he was hitting on her. I understand that. But, down there. But, but I mean, lazy writing is why. Because he, technically he I'm, didn't have to come down there. He just could have tore through the whole boat, right? I'm going to, I'm going to come check on the doctor. Yeah. So okay. okay. So there's eight henchmen, Morbius, and the and the female doctor on this boat. Ten. Martine. People. Martine. Ten people on this massive charter boat carrying tons of carton cargo. So Actually, I don't even think it's moving, right? It's just parked. Yep. So, I. Why are they there, men with guns? Well, somebody them. somebody's got to protect them because they're in international waters. So technically, you can be busted up by pirates yeah. and no one can help them. so their 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 first instinct is to shoot the scientist when he well I you know mean, i mean wouldn't they have known a little bit about what was going on like, oh there's a scientist. probably not there. actually yeah they probably didn't know anything also on on top of that because then you can't have your your about to be anti-hero guy kill a whole bunch of bad dudes on a boat yeah hmm all right, your character doesn't have a name in the script that's bad news for you <laughs> <laughs> When it's just like henchman A, it's like, yeah, you're yeah. going to have a real short time there. Yeah. Be... Yep. Boat card playing henchman one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although that first one to die, he's uh, he's been in a ton of stuff. I don't know his name, but he's been in a ton of stuff. So, like, I don't know. The whole lazy writing comment is pretty accurate for this movie. There is so – Grayson, you should hate this movie. You should bury this movie into the ground because the thing that you complain the most – about other superhero Marvel movies, whatever, is plot convenience and lazy writing. And this this script is just that's all it is. No, no, this it's chalked full of them. And a matter of fact, it it, it and 
parts of it move at such a quick speed that they just don't explain anything because there's no time to explain anything. Yeah, they, and, and they, they do just breeze over stuff like yeah, that. that I mean, his his right? escape from the prison is it's laughable. It's well, just a oh, joke. Can we talk about his escape? Me and Chris talked about this earlier when we were discussing Morbius. When he is at the tower at what Horizon, the uh, the office he works at, and the cops are coming to talk to him, and he like leg sweeps the one guy and he runs and takes off. He jumps up like God knows how far. At he least forty five flights of stairs. So enough so that you know some random some random policeman saw just open fire inside of a hospital. Okay. <laughs> So he ends up on the roof, and then we get this weird Matrix-esque, like, he can feel the wind or whatever. And Tyrese just teleports to the roof, points a gun at him, is like, stop! And that's the end of the scene. And then somehow Tyrese scales 45 flights in a matter of seconds to get up there before he gets off the roof. He's like, it's over. Stop! Well, that's, I mean, let's talk about the the detectives then. Um, (laughs) They're dumb. Yes. Well, I mean, they're just they're just generic detective. Unfortunately, Tyrese. I mean, we never get to see much action from him. Unfortunately. Well, one's, one's funny generic cop A, and the other one's serious cop B. So at least they did that trope correctly. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Did did they? <laughs> um, I mean, but one has a strong detective esque mustache, though. That is true. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like plot convenience, That's lead detective mustache style there. But this is the same thing that this is the same thing. Okay, so. Another another question I have is when 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 he's when he's taken in right after Tyrese catches up to him on the roof after Tyrese somehow scales forty floors in a matter of four seconds, um, as as a regular person no 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 powers, he's then the next scene we see him in his in prison, prison scene in prison talking about how he needs blood every few hours. Yeah, where where's it? How's how how's he getting the blood? Mm-hmm. Like what? He hasn't yet. That's the issue. Oh yeah. Well, he's saying if I don't get some blood yeah. here soon. And could you imagine us like telling this to actual police people? And they'll be like, "Okay, buddy." Yeah. Wait. No. Hold like, on. So cool. The the time when you're when you're arrested, whatever happens, you know, you're kept somewhere, and then you're given the orange thing. That's more than four hours of time. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. But when you're but when you're trying to, they pump... also teleported directly to prison. Yeah. When you're trying <laughs> to pump out shitty Sony movie B, you know what I mean. You don't really think too hard about how, how your script makes. Well, sense. okay. And then, so here's the real problem I have with the whole in jail scene, right? So they say they're like, "Hey, Doc, your your lawyers here." Okay. Lawyers don't come to the cell. No, you really... go to a meeting room <laughs> and then you have a discussion. Okay. Okay. So, but okay, here's my point though about I was going to say about Dark Knight is this is. This the, the the his lawyer who's not his lawyer who obviously has no credentials and couldn't produce any credentials if he tried to. Not only so, he has a. They let him go in that room with a packet of blood. They wouldn't pat yeah. him down and check his pockets. They also let him take his cane. Never. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole thing. But that is no different than like. Yeah, they pat him down. What you got this blood for? I just that's that's for me. Yeah. Personal use. <laughs> <laughs> Re- recreational use that's for me um, i can't achieve like, an erection without but, it thanks. but that's the same that's the same lazy writing in dark knight when they've got joker in the in the cell and they need to get him out of the cell so they put a stupid cop who does a stupid cop thing that a cop would never do to let joker get the better of him yeah plot convenience which is you know they had michael morbius in a cell and then needed him out of the cell so 
how do we do it? Instead Here's of the thing. script, you just add a stupid scene. Here's the thing. They put his ass in a cell when they didn't need to put him in a cell. Well, they could just, have done that scene any other place. It just doesn't they make sense. They have to put him in a cell. It just yeah, doesn't he, make, like, Michael he could Morris, have been in an interrogation room. Anywhere. But the, Okay, so the whole thing with that is like when he was on the roof and he had his powers, he could have gotten away from Tyrese in any we number had, of 50 I, I, assume, I thought he was just going to jump off the roof, right? I yeah, thought Tyrese had powers. No. Because he's just stopped. No, well, that's the thing. So, like, the way the scene plays out, he goes up top of the roof, gets, gets near the edge, and, like, he, like, stops and turns around, and, like, it looks like he's about to fall, right? Because he's, like, check out his yeah, hands. Yeah, like, the wind. And you see the wind. And Tyrese is sitting there with the gun pointed at him, and, like, I was like, oh, dude, he's got powers. And then he doesn't. But, like, the way that the scene breaks down, it looks like he could, because they don't explain what the hell's happening or why that happened the way it did. It's just, it's just so bad. Well, so. Agreed. So after he gets out of jail, we get this weird like chase scene through where he finds out that Milo is also taking the cure and he's like him too. We get this weird chase scene that goes across a couple of streets, a couple of rooftops, down into the subway, beat up some cops, take off into the subway, okay? Generic fights, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Matt Smith ripping throats, right? Yep. Um, but then we get this weird scene where... Morbius starts running, jumps in front of this subway, and he's like riding the airflow. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is what I thought he was going to do off the roof. They don't ever explain any of it, right? Anything, nothing, nothing. He doesn't, he doesn't get back and like because throughout part of the movie, one of the things I actually kind of I'm okay with is when he's talking about the effects that this drug is having on him. Yeah. You know, it's like enhanced speed, yep. agility, healing. You know, if it cuts back to like, he's back in his office, he's like, I can also like echo location. I seem to be able to pick up variations in wind. Yeah. Stuff like some... never talks about it one time, how he can just fly like some weird uh, vampire zombie in front of the subway and the subway's just barreling down. Let me ask you something too. For that to make sense, wouldn't he need to be behind the subway car? I thought that, too, but the subway would be pushing air. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me ask. So, there's that sequence, and then there's a sequence where Tyrese is on the roof and puts the gun. Does that, for some reason, that look like at one time it was in 3D? No. That would have been a pretty I, bitch in 3D. The, 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 the sequence in the train... I can see I can see what you mean, but I don't think that's a thing anymore, is it? I don't think so either. But I mean, it looks like it was at one time that was the effect on Morbius was the 3D effect. That would have been so long ago then. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can always bring that back if you want to, but I mean, it's it's, it's just the tech is there. Yeah. But I mean, the way that he pointed his gun at him and says, "You're done. We're done." And then like it was just a weird like one of those made for the shitty 3D movies in like the you know, like from like 2007 to like 2014. You know, that to me, it was like, I, I don't know. I got that vibe, but maybe it wasn't there for you guys. But I mean, no, there's, I a lot, there's a lot of unexplained stuff. And like the whole, you know, not jumping off the roof and then the escape from the prison cell, which is a joke to begin with, um, which I thought they might do something with. I thought they might have tried to link it to like, I thought would that have been crazy if there was we saw the the guy from the, the end of the Batman. I mean, it's not the same universe at all, but like maybe they might try to do something stupid like that. But uh, it, it's it's all just like you need this to happen. So you need this to happen, and you have two pages to do it. So figure it out, writer. Yeah. We don't want to change anything before or after. So figure it out. Well, after his little subway flight, he just sort of teleports back to the Horizon Center. Yep. Which, like, where do you think the cops are going first? Yep. <laughs> I hate I hate the way he finds his his laboratory. 
Again, it's just a lot of convenience. It's a lot of plot convenience, writing convenience. I do love that he says the bats are my brothers now. <laughs> like weird <laughs> shit like that. They've accepted me as one of them. So Have they? Mike, you good? <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> Let's talk about Jared Leto. I think he's fine. He's fine in this, right? Like He isn't a problem here. No, it's, the movie's bad. It's everything that surrounds him in this. It well, makes me almost so, feel bad. So why does why did Jared Leto want want to do this role? Why is he an executive producer? Well, I think I think for your very reason that you keep bringing up, I think that he thought that this is going to be some sort of like this is my you know coup de gras of like hey I've done all these critical acclaim roles I have Academy Awards now I get to be you know I get to be on the big screen as a superhero or whatever and. It's just going to really fall short of any of that. Well, like, and like, Jared Leto seems like he doesn't seem. He's super weird, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he is. But like, he seems like he could be a guy that's into uh, in this, this kind of stuff in some way, shape, or form. He, he, he might, might be a Morbius fan. He, he might, yeah, he might be a fan of the Source Patrol. He might want to be a, a cool superhero. He's tried a few times now, you know? And But here's the thing is like, this isn't. I'll be. Su- I will be very surprised if this gets a sequel. Me too. I don't think it will because it hasn't. It's 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 actually lost money. Not as right not now. as Morbius two. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if we see Michael Morbius again. Yeah, I would be very surprised if we get a second Morbius movie. But that but Morbius I mean, centric film. But a, a little little sidestep for a minute. But that means no Tyrese Gibson character. It means no uh, you know, I mean, sassy detective. The other thing is they were just throwaway garbage anyway. And here's the thing: those characters could pop up in a Venom movie. Yeah, they really could. Because that's the whole universe. But he's in New York, so they have to show up in whatever weird Spider-Man movie they must be working for. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's just, I feel bad for him almost because he's fine in the movie. His act, There's nothing wrong with his acting. And they also have some cool effects in this. I think all the facial effects they did were fantastic. Like, this is like when they subtly changed their face, like, in, like, seamlessly on screen, I thought that was really, really well done, really cool looking. But then there's some really bad looking CGI too. I mean, you talked about that a little bit, Rod, mm-hmm. where it's like it just it doesn't look good at all. And it this movie is just it's such a weird put together film. It, I've never I've never seen a movie with such hard cuts and like just straight editing to get to the, get from point A to B to C to D. Oh yes, well, you it, have. Come on now. Well, the thing the thing that I think Chris means is when we get hard cuts, like it's assuming. Like, in this movie world, I think we're supposed to assume that time doesn't pass. Like, things are happening immediately yeah. afterwards, which which is a joke because, I mean, we just referenced the whole scene of going to the roof to him being interrogated in a prison cell saying, hey, in four hours, dude, four hours is up, you know, 12 hours ago. Yep. You've been, it's three in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not so, so supposed to assume that time ever passes. I mean, can we talk about the end fight? When they're in some like weird underground like New York junkyard, yep. What? Where the hell are they? <laughs> but that's 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 how the movie opens too, though. So it yeah. makes sense that it closes that way. But still, it's like, what's going on here? And Chris made a joke beforehand that he literally like summons bats, <laughs> like <laughs> Dragon Ball Z style, yep. pumps up his Kamehameha and just throws bats at him till he dies, and he stabs him with this weird anticoagulant, which. To cure vampirism, it's always anticoagulants in Marvel, apparently, because that's a blade thing. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yep. Well, let me, let me ask you another thing. He has the whole the, the bat serum. 
So he like he says like I'm the brother of the bats now or whatever, yeah. right? They've accepted me. Didn't Milo take the same serum? He did. He didn't bond with the bats though. He didn't bond with those bats. No, but the whole thing of it wasn't the whole thing like there the yin to the yang. Didn't there some line about you know one good one bad something like that? I don't know. Isn't Milo like some weird gangster too? By but, the way, well, like he's got that's, the, that's what that's what the guy. Um, so, sorry, Jared, Jared, Jared Harris, uh, Doctor Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, this I mean he was he was the same kind of he was played the same character in the Resident Evil franchise as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, I mean, he talks about there's balance to, you know, I mean there's a weird science to the balance and nothing's for sure. But I mean, I like that's one of the aspects of this movie. I like why I like the setup. I like you know the two friends that. You know, grew up together. We're, we're, we're each other's only friend, and one's good. One's I, I like that. But I mean, there's no, a story here that could have been better. But that's my point, though. Is it, I'm sure at one point it was better. Like I'm sure. I mean, let's just say for shits and giggles, we give this a three collectively, or like a, a an average score of three. I'm sure somewhere on the cutting room floor, for whatever political reasons, the the delay having to take stuff out to keep people from knowing what it is, there was probably a six or a seven here at one point. I'd be I mean, hard pressed to think that that's the thing. But again, though, I mean, I talked about this. You made we talked. You guys talked a little bit ago about the Snyder Cut stuff. If you have to have a six-hour movie to bring your two and a half-hour movie from a three to a five, you failed. Period. Like that's an F for execution and financially. Well, so I mean, you can't the, just be like, well, hold on, hold, hold on. Know, to be fair, got- to to be fair, the the Snyder Cut isn't a five. It's probably a seven or an eight. To be fair. I mean, so, the movie we got to one. It's a one or it's somewhere between the one and the three. Yeah. I, won't, I, I won't fight yeah. you on that. But it took seven cut, hours to get a three-hour movie. Oh. It keeps getting longer with you. It's it's four hours. <laughs> the Snyder Cut is five and a half hours long. I thought it was – no, it's definitely – maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. I remember being four. I've watched it twice. I Maybe I'm just – at that point, it doesn't matter. But point is, I mean – I don't know why the movie is like this. This this is what I don't understand. The, the Morbius movie is – I. I because at one point we were we were hearing good things about Morbius. People, you know, a long time ago, the audiences were like, "This is a pretty decent movie." The, the, the test audiences before it got delayed. So what happened? That's that's the major question. Somebody put their fingers in it and tried to change things. I mean, honestly, that's always what happens. The test audience is twelve year old boys. I mean, but even then, like when I when I saw this, I mean, even people in the theater, like when I left, looking at everybody else, like they're all the same thing. Like what the. Like there was a point during this movie, no, like my wife leans over to me. She's like, I don't think this movie's half bad. And I was like, okay, what do you think it is as of right now? She's like, probably like a four. And I was like, you know, a four is below average. She's like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Doesn't say anything else because, you know, we're in a movie or yeah. whatever. At like what I would consider probably the three quarter mark, you know, before the, like the last bat fight or whatever. <laughs> she's like, I want to change my score. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, to what? She's like, like a two, <laughs> like a. Well, the the other thing is too, like my wife has no idea about anything about Michael Morbius. Yeah, yeah. She hates this movie. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, I think that says a lot for people, right? Because e- well, even me being a, a Marvel guy, I only know a little bit about Morbius. This movie's not good. No, nope. like you're not going to pull be like, dude, you check out that Morbius movie. It's a cool take on a character I've never I, seen before. I, the movie's bad. I'm going to feel embarrassed that I watched it and not tell anybody about yeah, it. Yeah, want to be like, what do you think of Morbius? And I'll just be giving the thumbs down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like to try to justify that there might have been something better here. Too bad. This is the movie we get. It's sad when the Underworld sequels are better than this movie. 
I was, you know, what I was thinking about talking about Underworld because oh, it does have a lot of that vibe. It has really. so, that vibe, man. So the first Underworld is not a bad movie. It's an, it's it's an okay it's movie. Decent. It's an okay but I mean, look, and the then sequels, it goes directly off a cliff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's no gradual fight. The second one just like right off oh, the vertical bad. cliff. Like it's really. Hey, bad. look, all that cool shit. No, don't mind that. All bad. <laughs> Well, but the point, I mean, the point is like, that's a very serviceable movie and it's about the same, you know, vampires and whatever same, else. Yeah, the same basic concept. But like, oh, the, sure. They managed to, to rein it in and like, they have that wonderful fight scene in the end when Beckinsale is taking on the, the, you know, the Bill Nye character. It's got that wonderful stylized fight, the, the music that it just worked. But like, n- we have none of that magic here. But like the whole point about the, I'm glad you brought that up Underworld is because like that stylized fight in the end along with bill nye kate beckinsale a couple of those other namers at the time in 2004 that saved that movie from being you know the ending saved that movie whatever magic was there obviously right now is making us say remember it fondly when we're not going to remember morbius in 10 years fondly at all if there's ever any continuance the only way this only way michael morbius is going to continue as if it's it's in the next sony spider-man movie of that, but Michael Morbius is a character in the movie. It's not going to be a sure. Morbius movie, which is a shame because I mean, someone put up a ton of money for this. I think Jared Leto might have. Again, I don't know what. There has to be a different script in the beginning for him to be attracted to this character. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would imagine it was his idea to have the character reject the um, the Nobel Peace Prize. I, I would, I would bet my life savings on that. It was his idea for that. I mean, you, you betting up fourteen dollars isn't too impressive though either. That's so, terrible. real question: what's your, what's your favorite part of this movie? The end credits. No, I mean, I, mean legit. I don't mean the scenes. I just mean the words on the screen. I mean, the first like thirty minutes isn't as well, atrocious so, as the last hour, but it really is. So, this movie is basically in three parts, and the first part is okay. You get a real movie that's like outlined, and then there's something that just happens. By when Milo gets the serum in him, like, and things just go wacko. Like, there is no coherent story anymore. There's no real thought out of explanations of what they're doing besides I have to kill Milo, basically. Like, I don't want to help him. I don't want to save him. I don't want to take this away from him. He has to die. Like, that's where he goes. It's just so weird. And then, to top it off, you know, it's assumed that Milo is dead. Spoiler. Whatever. (laughs) You don't actually see him dead. Oh, God. Right? Am I wrong? No. You don't. Maybe they'll team up and be friends in the next one. Yeah. I mean, you see, well, I you see so. him. Hold on. You see him laying there, stabbed with whatever thing stopped him from having the powers. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is that whole thing where Chris is like, well, in boss level, you don't see him make it, so he doesn't yep. make it. That's um, true. I say that with a smart-ass tone because, of course, he makes it in boss level. But, That's true. Um, he's out. He's gone. He's like Killmonger gone gone so sure. i don't i don't know why you'd think we're, we're gonna see yeah, okay let's just say this movie was a it, w- it was no let's just say the movie was six and a half or seven and the opening weekend was 110 million and then it ended up making 700 million let's just say that happened okay and we, get the, and we get the sequel there's still no more of that guy in the sequel wrong is my, is oh, my point. no you, so you get him but it wouldn't be till the end credits of morbius 2 there it is there yeah. it is buddy and that's how life comes full circle Milo's back. that's good marvel storytelling this is not a version of that. So I don't, I disagree with that. good. I think that's, that's tropey and it's, you know, baiting on a, on a fish hole. I don't, I don't like that when you just bring a character back for shits and giggles. I just don't, I just, you never that see that to me, but that to me is amateur writing. That I is mean, look, writing. 
during the Fast and Furious credits where they threw down a thing and Letty was still alive, you weren't just like, shit, that's cool, man. No, tell me you didn't think so. You mean Letty and Fast and Furious? Yeah, absolutely. What you just said. Yeah, I mean, but... That's that not was... even fake comic Hold on, hold on, but we never... They we put her in a box it. in the ground. Say it. We never see her die. Say it. You're going to prove my point. No, I, I just forget what Roger was saying. Ah, I no, you were going to say it. <laughs> Chris, calm down for a second. I'm saying, but we did see Letty. They put it in right. a box in the ground. Mm, so I, I guess you're right about that. I'm so good at this. Hmm. I mean, on a side note, Morbius is pretty bad. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I don't But. Is well, it, when we score it, we're going to prove how bad it really is. Well, we have, so. we have a few more things to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Such as? Well, let's talk about some of the other characters then. And I mean this. This is a self-contained story as in like, this is one of the few, Let's for, for intents and purposes, let's call it, because they're all, I mean, they're all a Marvel or DC. Let's just call it a Marvel or DC movie for, 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 for now. Uh, there's no greater stakes than just, I have to stop him because he's evil. The city's not at risk. You know, they never, he never like, there's no Doc Ock who's made a machine that's going to wipe out the rest of the world unless he's stopped. Like there's, there's, there's none of that. It's just, it's a self-contained story with, with people that just have a, you know, so there aren't that many characters that really matter there. You know, there's Michael Morbius. There's, um, what's his real name? Not my, the, the other kid, not, not Milo, but Lucian, Lucian. Then there's, um, then there's the love interest, uh, the two detectives. The cast isn't much bigger than that. No, I mean, so maybe here's here's my question to you. Then is I keep saying that it, it, it's a Martine Bancroft, Ban Bancroft. So is that what they somehow took out of this movie? Is the is the bigger scope of the city at risk? And they just they just edited it down to this small intimate story that mattered between characters and nobody else. Maybe is, you know. I mean, there's definitely a possibility in that, but I mean, what are you cutting down? Like, what what bigger story would they have tried to tell here that would have been more coherent than this? Even on a small level, they didn't do a very good job with telling a free flow story. Like, if there was something like a bigger world out there where Michael Morbius is going to be some big time, you know, like hot shot anti hero. This movie didn't do a very good job of establishing any of that. No, it I didn't. Mean, and I'm surprised they released it in the state it's in. And I'm surprised that when... So, okay, let's just say our theory is correct. Okay. Um, that there was a bigger story, you know, where the other vampire being alive threatened the city somehow. I, again, I don't know the source of truth. I don't know how that could have been, but... but Vampires I mean, threaten New York. <laughs> Avengers <laughs> kill everyone. <laughs> like, that would be the end of that. But somehow, you know, the, the evil guy was getting stronger faster and he had to be stopped. And then as that was the story, I mean, but even before it was butchered. So why, instead of doing, why not just do reshoots? Why not just, okay, we got to come. I mean, this has been delayed. We have to, let's, we got to reshoot 12 minutes of footage to insert, to do something. Let's, but why I, I just, Sony has a history of doing this, of releasing half-baked movies that just don't work. Um, and this one just happens to be kind of loosely related to the MCU. It's got some characters that could have been in the MCU, but are now in the Sony extended Spider-Man universe. Yep. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like nothing about this makes any sense with the final product. That's my point is it just, it's, it's a big mystery to me. And I, and I don't understand. Usually I can suss out the mystery by just 
talking with you guys about what happened, but th- this one to me is, is just one of those mysteries that I don't think we're ever going to know the answer to. I don't think someone's yeah. ever going to say anything about the, it. The weird thing about Morbius is I don't know what story they were trying to tell. Like, is this dude a hero? Is he a bad guy? Is he somewhere in the middle? Sure, he's going to end up somewhere in the middle, right? Like, what's he doing after the... Like, what happened to Michael Morbius after the bat fight? You know, he just hooked up with Adrian Toomes in the middle of the, you know, somewhere on Long Island. Like, <laughs> what is that about? But that like, was, he that couldn't was, just go back to work. But that wasn't even the ending shot. The ending, well, the ending before, like, the screen first went black. Yeah. Was what? He was, like, flying in the air and, like, you, you saw his face. Yeah. Right? That, okay, so that was, that's a weird way to end a movie like that. Even if you're trying to sequel bait, which they definitely are. I don't think there's any argument there. Um, I just, I bet you Marvel is kicking themselves for letting the vulture not be part of the MCU because now they're like, that's what they did with it. Well, or they, they were never going to use it anyway. Yeah. If they were going to use them, they didn't care. Oh, but that's Michael Keaton, man. I mean, you might, you might not want to use the vulture, but you got to bring back Keaton. Well, just remember in their part of the world, you know, he's been snapped out of it anyway. He's gone. So he can't come back. Oh man. I just, as far as we know, but I would love to know like what the hell happened. Like what the hell happened to this? Because like it's not going to make any more money. It's done making money. Like, yeah, no, it's it's, it's yeah. toasted. Which is like it's less than I, I just it had a the first weekend was eighty million dollars and it's only at one one twenty one. Like yeah, that's it. it. It's like done. Sonic ate its audience, man. That's just such a shame because I mean this is what Leto's going to be remembered for at the latest thing is oh no wasn't wasn't he that guy in Morbius wasn't he Morbius in that movie no he'll that. always still be remembered as the weird Joker yeah for well so this wasn't good enough for that to to that be, to be shaken is what it is right you know what I mean so let me so so let's talk about um, Daniel Espinosa then for one second and this is why I think the movie was 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 hatcheted up because okay so okay. Safe House, that movie I always talk about with Denzel and Ryan Reynolds, I, I think it's one of it's Ryan Reynolds' movie. best movies. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, it, it, it's very – I mean it could be similar to this. if It's just a different movie, but it's paced kind of sim- similarly. So there's Safe House, uh, Life, which wasn't bad. You know that kind of like alien ripoff or the, the, the organism gets in the spacecraft and it's killing them one by one. Um, he's done some good things, which makes me, again, part of the thing to believe that Espinosa didn't have much say in how this movie was released. Like he 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 delivered one product and then Sony hatcheted it up themselves. Well, so are we thinking that Sony like tore this thing to shreds for that guy and Leto? Like, cause cause they're both they're both big names on top of this thing. No, I don't think they did it vindictively. I think they like 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 Roger said, it's 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 the classic. They know people who aren't creative know better, or they sure. they, they they think they know better. I, th- I just think it, the the explanation for the movie being released in the state it's in is as simple as that. That I think is Rogers dead on about. Because uh, I'd like to note again, I've never been wrong on anything on this show. <laughs> Remember my um, little movie uh, Hustlers? No, never heard of it. <laughs> I don't know what. It, some final thoughts about Morbius, guys. And, and Chris, I know you got them. So, final thoughts about Morbius. Morbius. This movie starts out decent, and then it just there's a lot of potential here for Sony to come out after a huge win with with Spider Man, and really give everyone more to be excited for. And they came out and did quite the opposite of that. It's a it's a shame to see all these assets and characters going to waste because right now the best thing that Sony has going for it is like a B plus movie in Venom, which I know they're fine with because it makes money. 
they just they're out of touch with the way that, with why that that movie makes money. Coincidentally, Venom Two is not very good. It is not. You're correct. So, like, yeah. they had something. Yeah, but this was, worse. but this was, this was greenlit after Venom, not Venom sure. Two. No, you know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I that, know. that I get. Sony literally has access to the damn playbook, and they can't get this right at this point. They have Marvel, Marvel no, willing to help. Them. So the thing, like, they can ask for help, and they'll give them help. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, we got this. They ain't got it. This is just a shame. Is what is? I mean, that's the best well, way to put let's, it. As comparison, Spider-Man: No Way Home is a pretty. I mean, that's one of the better Marvel movies, I think. Well, okay, absolutely. So, okay, hold on. It is one of, one of the better Marvel movies. You're right. You could pick the worst Spider-Man movie, and it's better than this. <laughs> Fair. True. Okay. The Amazing Spider-Man Two is better than this. Yes, probably the worst. Uh, Spider-Man Three, the original Spider-Man Three, is probably the worst Spider-Man. And it's better than it this. It's better than this. Yeah, and I hate that movie because, okay. because of because of the waste of venom in it. And so I want. So let's talk about long, long longevity for a second. So okay. more Morbius, it's second week. It's down fifty percent, and next week it might bring in ten or twelve. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Spider-Man, KO'd, no, Spider-Man KO'd under two million. So Spider-Man No Way No Way Home is at one point nine billion. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 it just got pushed out of the top five like two weeks ago. It came out in December and it's March. Or it's April. So it got pushed out in <laughs> late March. And so, they couldn't ride that coattail. So yeah. if that, again, my point is that how bad does your movie have to be to not ride a very but another thing, so let's say okay. So Roger, you said that that, that budget was two hundred million for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. So it's 1.9. So that means one point after 1.7. Okay. Just round it down. 1.6. They got everything paid for. So 1.6 billion in Spider-Man No Way Home. So assuming the next X number of movies are $200 million, they've already paid the budget of five, eight, eight of the next Marvel movies. So eight of the next Marvel movies, if you take no profit from No Way Home and just fund the next eight Marvel movies, those next eight Marvel movies, which will all absolutely gross over a billion dollars, pure. They've, they've funded Marvel Studios till twenty twenty five. My point. And, <laughs> and Morbius damn near bankrupted Sony Studios tomorrow. Is I, I just ah oh man? I mean, all you have to do is follow the playbook that that you have been given access to. And now some of you people out there wonder why our motto is: "We just hope it doesn't suck." Because when it does suck, it pisses you off sometimes. It does. It does. Because, I mean, I know, Chris, you were excited for Morbius weeks ago. I was. Yeah. Even, even during the pandemic, you were talking about how, like, oh, I like this character. I like, yep. I'm excited for this. It looks good. It's got a darker tone to it. It could be a good, it could be something good that they can carry off of. And this is how it went. So I can't wait for Blade to come out. You had all this time. Well, Blade's regular MC. I know. That's why I so, can't wait for Blade to come out. <laughs> Well, it's now the only vampire thing you have. Exactly. So, I mean, I just, I thought it was interesting. The whole We have to look to Blade as the good vampire stuff. That's a sad Yikes. day, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Those those first two Blade movies are pretty good, though. First back Blade's from... awesome. The second Blade is like Academy, <laughs> is, is Academy Award winning, though, dude. Don't forget. That's a great movie. That's the, only thing I, the, only thing I, the, the only thing better that I like Wesley Snipes in is Demolition Man than than the first Blade movie. You know, you know my favorite Wesley Snipes movie is? The the fan. Remember remember the, the crazy baseball guy who's stalking yeah. him? I love that movie. Um, but people always forget about Blade 2. Blade 2 is a hell of a... We're talking like a 9 out of 10. It's a hell of a movie. Hell of a cast. Hell, I mean, it's a great movie. The first one's great too, but man, the second Blade is so good. Um, yeah, so that's just, you know, putting in a little bit of a, a little bit of context behind the whole thing is Morbius is now done. Like, the character might not be done, but the franchise of Morbius is done. Now they're just going to ride coattails, which is a shame for Tyrese. I don't even, okay, let's talk. Can we talk about for a second? Did did Tyrese 
beat to be in this movie? No. He got, or, he got a sweet, sweet one mil, though, probably. I bet he did. For I mean, two days, d- three Dan days. Shooting? Yeah. I'm sure him and Later are boys. I mean, they've got to be. If Later's an executive producer, he would have... <laughs> He would he definitely spent, have stay though, and who gets? He cast. spent more time growing his weird mustache than he did actually working on this film. <laughs> oh man, and we and we never got to like see what the arm did fully. Like, why even bring it up if you're not going to do anything with it? Again, more of the stuff that was edited out doesn't matter. Yep. Let's score this. All right, let's move to score it. Pile who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be the most generous to this, and I already know that because the way you guys are talking, but. This to me is a four. I'm giving it a point because, okay, hear me out for one second. I like the setup. I like what they did with the doctor with, um, Martin Bankoff. Martin. I like what they did with her. I like now something was said before we started recording is I like they had the balls to kill her. I hate that. I, I hate that they, they had the tiny cojones to bring her back because to me that the more interesting character the more interesting character is kill her let her i mean that's mode i mean if you're gonna get a second movie at least that's some of the motivation for michael morbius so i don't think we will get a second movie but i i mean if they're really going hard into this then we might just because they want it so but i, I like some of the stuff but a lot of this movie is really bad so i'm being i'm being a point and a half generous should be a two and a half or a three i'm giving it a four officially four hmm a four you want to go or you want me to go I'll go. This movie is a two. And I'm trying real hard to give it a two. Only because, and I think Roger will say the same thing, is that this movie doesn't start out too bad. I think Jared Leto is fine in this film. But the amount of things that are just conveniently wrote into this script, and it, it doesn't earn anything. So many things happen in this movie that are like, it just, it. I was confused on how they had the actual balls to do the things that happen in this movie. There's one point where where his father figure is in trouble. He he leaves to go save father figure from the per, from Milo. Father figure's dead or dying, and then girlfriend is dead or dying from Milo. Like it's just and it's back to back scenes. Literally, it is insane the jumps that this movie makes, and it's insulting as a fan of superhero antihero stuff that this movie was made in 2022 after spider-man no way home this movie sucks it's two Mm. scathing all right this movie's a three and it stinks theme (laughs) this has been episode 273a uh, for the love of cinema, each episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five iTunes, sorry, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. Hi, I'm Matt Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. Send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at Gmail. I appreciate the emails to my personal guys, but if you want to use the show email, that'd be great too. Next week, we're taking a look at Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Ambulance from Michael Bay.